0: guys, welcome to our second solo episode of season five. So grateful to you for being here and for listening. I have gotten such amazing feedback from all of you guys so far about how much you're loving this season. And it just really means so much to me. I was so thrilled to have Erica as part of it and to kind of really get to, you know, have new experiences, new conversations on this season. And I feel like we have absolutely done none. So thank you guys for enjoying it so much. If you are, again, please always feel free to reach out to me and let me know, but definitely let Erica know too. I think um, sometimes we forget how much um, it takes to put yourself out there in this way. So hearing from people that it's been impactful is really, really meaningful. Okay. So on our solo episode today, I really want to talk about this concept of like identity versus circumstance, right? I think Erica has really, really gone through a lot of that in recent sessions, especially around that identity of being someone who is like spontaneous and what that means for her life right now and how she might need to change that. And maybe you really identify with that, or maybe you don't. we'll talk about that. But What I really want to get into is this idea of how much the identity that we have built is what dictates all of our actions and how even when circumstances change, our brain typically doesn't change around them until we build a new identity. And when we can really see that, it gets so much easier Uh, to kind of move with that or use that as a tool instead of feeling like it's working against us or fighting against us. Kind of like Erica was really feeling at a certain point here where it just felt like that old identity of having to be someone like super spontaneous was just fighting her daily circumstance and reality every freaking day. And she was just over it, right? So I think that Um, You know, what's so, so beautiful here is the ability to explore this and see how we can make that, again, more of something that we can use to our advantage as opposed to something that we're fighting against or that keeps us stuck. So, what really happened was that Erica had that big realization around being someone who identified as like needing to be a spontaneous person. But now, as someone who has, a small child, uh, really growing and thriving business, you know, a husband, a family, all of these things, she really started to realize like, wow, like as much as I love that part of myself, I'm making my day-to-day life so hard by hanging on to this identity that I have to be spontaneous. It's making everything feel more stressful. It's making it feel harder to you know, run the business. It's making it feel harder to know what to expect day to day, and it was really impacting her, right? And that break really let her see that 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 downtime. So, you know, two things to take away from that is like really asking yourself: like, is there a piece of my personality or identity that I feel very like close to that also might not be serving me super well? Um, I notice this in clients and have certainly been through this myself where we can sometimes identify so much with the like high performer um, type of identity that it really starts to become a disservice to ourselves because we will never rest and never take downtime. And it actually like burns us out and really ruins our performance. But we're so identified with having to be a high performer, it feels almost impossible to rest. So like, I think that's really, really important to Be able to just stop and ask yourself. The other takeaway from that is sometimes we can't see it until we have space from it. So, taking those bits of downtime, whether it's, you know, (laughs) weeks like Erica did, or a couple days, but really creating some space from your normal day to day life and schedule and business for yourself is where we typically have a lot of these realizations. So, also just asking yourself if you have built in any of this space. I know that so often it's easier said than done, right? But even knowing you have that like a couple times a year potentially can be such a difference maker in just being able to step back, take that bird's eye view and really look at what's serving you and what's not. Um, All of my clients do this differently. Like some of them might do it once a year. Some of them are like really, really, really scheduled about doing it once a quarter. But nine times out of 10, the biggest and best moments of clarity come when we step back. And you guys can see that so perfectly illustrated with Erica here. So that's a takeaway I want you to think about. Like if I want to get a view on like what identity do I have that's not serving me, sometimes I have to take a step back and be able to look at things from the outside um, in a new way to be able to even see what that is, right? Like Erica couldn't even see what that was until she had some of that space. And I think she even mentioned uh, her husband had told her that a few times, you know, and she just could not see it until she had that um, space to step away. So really think about giving yourself that. But ultimately, what she realized at the end of the day was like, nothing about this is serving me. (laughs) Like, yes, it might be giving me that like momentary sense of satisfaction that I'm like being this spontaneous person. But in terms of like, Accomplishing the things I want to accomplish each day, feeling really good in my family day to day, feeling really good in my business day to day, feeling, you know, really good in my life. It ain't it, right? So when we can realize, like, wow, I'm doing this thing, but everything about it isn't serving me, that's when we know we're probably doing it because we feel like it's our identity, right? Feel like we're supposed to, again, just like so many of us, like high performers do, where it's like, I'm doing all this work and I can see how it's like not even getting me further. It feels like I'm running a race on a treadmill and yet I can't seem to get off the fucking treadmill. It's probably because I have an identity here that tells me I can't, right? Mm. So, you know, really just so helpful to be able to see what that is for yourself and pick up on that because when you can finally pick up on that, which it's very hard to do with something that's like an identity because it feels so ingrained. But when you can pick up on that, massive shifts can occur, which I think you all have really seen in Erica. Like, even in just a few weeks from realizing that, like, the amount of reactivity that has gone down in her life and business is tremendous. The ability to plan ahead, to feel really solid in next steps. I think, like, You can even sense the change in her energy and like the amount of kind of like presence and peace she's bringing to things Um, that obviously might be a little bit easier for me to tell in my in my interactions, but um, I think it probably very much comes across even just on recording as well. But it's like those moments that we can identify it, massive things can happen. Um, So one of the ways is to just look at where are you feeling a lot of tension in life or business right now, and to see if that's part of it, like if you can look at it and be like, wow, I'm feeling so much tension because I'm working so hard and I'm just stressed out 24 seven. Well, great. Then the question is like, what identity is making me feel like I have to do that? Oh, (laughs) it's that, you know, like I have to be a high achiever that I have to be a doer that it's like my job to get everything done. Like there's always going to be something behind it. Right. Just like Erica being like, well, what's really stressing me out right now? Well, that like, I never have a plan. It always feels chaotic. I'm always in reactivity mode. Well, what's creating that? Oh, this idea that I have to be spontaneous, right? So I think what's so interesting, what I personally find to be really interesting about this is how much our identities can keep us stuck even when we create new circumstances. So another example I wanna give here um, that I see with clients is like, They'll even create a new circumstance. Like, um, for example, like, let's say they just hit their first 10K months or some, month or something like that. So they have this, like, amazing new circumstance in their life. But if they have the identity of, like, someone who struggles in business, that will just simply be a circumstance. And they will keep living, embodying, identifying as someone who struggles in business, even though they've had this milestone right? So we so often try to like force the circumstance to change, but the circumstance can change all at (laughs) once unless your identity changes with it to like, I am someone who makes 10K months or like I am someone who hits goals in business or I am someone who, you know, finds it easy to create success. I will always default back to that old identity. So it's what a lot of like Um, High achievers do as well, where they kind of feel like, yeah, I keep hitting these goals, but I never feel good about them and I'm always on to the next goal. Well, this is why, right? Because they keep defaulting back to that identity of like, I have so much more to achieve and so much more to prove instead of embodying the identity of someone who has achieved a lot, like someone who is, um, you know, really proud of their success, whatever that is, right? Personally, that was a big shift. I, had to make in my life um, when I had, you know, like gotten all of the circumstances I wanted, like the dream job, the marriage, the, all the things. Like I got all the circumstances, right? But my identity was still very much like not caught up to like, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to make sure you actually want these things. It's okay for these to be about like what you want and not about what society wants and all of those things, right? And until I shifted my identity to being someone who prioritizes their happiness above all else, someone who prioritizes what is best for her, not like what it looks like, it was impossible to get off that hamster wheel, right? But as soon as I shifted the identity, which feels so strong in me now, to being someone who like really prioritizes her peace, really prioritizes making the best decisions for herself, like I just was unable to get off that like hamster wheel, right? So those identity shifts are so important in making it so that we can, yes, create new circumstances, but more than that, really like live into the circumstances in front of us, right? In Erica's case, you know, her her shift is going to create new circumstances by creating like a different way that she is running her day. And the example of you know, someone who has hit that 10K month, their circumstance might not really shift at all, but how they experience it and how they feel about it and how they feel about the next goal is going to shift. So sometimes the circumstance moves or doesn't, but the point is your experience of it. The point is, what are you identifying in that, right? So The piece that's so hard about this is we have to be willing to let go of old pieces of ourselves to evolve into what serves us best now. That part can be so hard and it can almost feel like a death in a way, right? Like Erica really had to grieve that part of herself. She had to really think and let go of that part of herself. Like it feels like literally part of you is almost dying, right? And that's why it feels so extreme because it is such an identity you've built. And so, you know, it can almost feel funny to say that because it feels like, oh my gosh, like so dramatic, but it feels like that to us so often because it really is so ingrained. And so learning from the process that Erica went through there is being able to see it, And then being willing to do the hard work of letting that go, being willing to let go of those old pieces to evolve into what is going to serve us best now. So whatever that might mean for you, like Erica had that like beautiful conversation um, with her old self and really like let that go. Maybe you write a letter, maybe you talk about it in therapy or with your coach or whatever that is, but it's so hard to evolve into something new without being willing to give up or let go of that old, right? Like it would have been so hard for Erica to just be like, okay, now I am like a structured person. She really had to process like, what are all these reasons I'm still wanting so badly to identify as spontaneous? And that's what opened the door for her to let that go and then pick something new. So don't skip this part, right? (laughs) Don't skip the part where you have to process those old pieces be willing to like engage them, be willing to almost bring closure to them so you can move on to the next thing. It's so hard to just put a band aid over that. We really need to go into that. So again, tons of ways for you to do that, but figuring out what way serves you best and then deciding what you want that to evolve into, right? So also being really intentional with this piece as well, which is knowing what I want it to evolve into. So like Erica doesn't want to evolve into being this like rigid controlling person either. She just wants to have a little more structure in her day. She just wants to be a little more planful. She just wants to feel a little more flow and ease because she knows what to expect. She just wants to know she can like get to the gym tomorrow without having to like take 52,000 decisions to get her there, right? Mm -hmm. So Having that clarity of like where you're going and what you want there is so important so you don't like swing so far the other way and be like, wait, this isn't what I meant either. Like You're building a new identity, and the more you can create details around what you want that to be and what actually serves you best, the easier and more enjoyable it's going to be to lean into it. So the thing that I always find interesting here too is how we will always take action based on our identity, right? So Erica was taking that action of like always being spontaneous because that was her identity. Like that high performer will take the action of like always overworking because that's their identity, right? So a lot of times we try to change the action versus change the identity, right? So, okay, like I'm a high performer. Now I just have to change my action by like chilling out more. Like, good in theory, but if I still identify as, like, someone who has to work all the time, then when I chill out more, I'm just going to almost, like, spiral into that, like, being really hard on myself or getting into blame or shame or guilt, right? Or if Erica was like, okay, well, I'm a really spontaneous person, but I suppose I'll force myself to calendar and I'll try to take a new action – she would rub up against that so hard every single day. Like every time she went to calendar, she'd be like, but I'm so spontaneous, right? (laughs) And it would feel so frustrating for her. And she would just feel like she was in this fight with herself all the time. I'm sure so many of you listening can like identify something in your life where you almost like create that fight with yourself because you're just trying to change the action without changing like, the underlying identity behind it. So this is another like way to notice where you have an opportunity to shift here is like, is there an action you're always trying to, you know, like force, um, that you always kind of feel tension around and like, what would need to change there? Um, personally, I had this experience, um, in my life at different times with, um, like Exercise and fitness. It's like when I'm really identified as like someone who works out every day, it's super easy for me to work out every day. Like um, pre-pandemic, I was like so identified as like someone who went to bar five times a week. And it felt like the easiest thing in the world. Like the action of going to bar was quite simple. And then when I really got out of that habit, like because of COVID, because I had my um implants removed and had surgery and like had all these things happen that took me out of that action. I really lost that identity. And so getting back into that action was so hard. And it felt like this constant push-pull until I really started to be like, what would it look like to identify as someone who works out X amount, to identify with someone who um, you know, shows up in this way? And that's when it starts to like alleviate some of the tension. I'm not saying it doesn't take time to build that back up, but it's just good to see where we're feeling that really tough push-pull and be like, oh, here's what's happening right now, right? So look at that in your own life too, like whether it's like that big realization like Erica had or just like seeing those little pieces of like, oh my gosh, every time I try to calendar, I have all this tension, what's going on here? That is the magic. Um, And then the last piece I really wanna talk about here, um, I kind of uh, touched on it before, but really important is, Also, I want you to look at what circumstances you have in your life and see if you are truly embodying them. Like, so one example I use with my clients all the time is like, you have the circumstance of having a business, but are you truly embodying and identifying with being a CEO of that business, right? Because that is so different. Like sometimes I can have the circumstance of having a business, but I haven't built that identity yet. So it's just like falling into little pockets of my day, or I'm trying to do it around so many other things, or, you know, I'm like scared to ask um, for help with it, or I'm scared to get support or whatever. But as soon as I'm like fully like, no, my identity is entrepreneur and business owner. And so of course I take time for my business each day. Of course I, you know, get support where I need. Of course I, you know, like have set hours when I work, it gets so much easier. Um, But when we look at just the circumstance and expect the circumstance to make us feel that way, like I have a business, so now I should feel like a CEO. (laughs) It doesn't quite work that way. We really do have to put the energy into being like embodying of, reminding ourselves of, doing the work of that all the time. Same thing with goals, right? Have you just had the circumstance of hitting a goal or are you taking the time to truly embody that goal, right? My business changed when I like embodied the idea of being someone who routinely like crushes her goals right? It wasn't about, did I hit this number? That's a circumstance. It was about having the identity of someone who like shows up and crushes her goals. And that changes how I feel about every action I take, right? Every time I take an action, there's almost this like underlying piece behind it of like, yeah, girl, good for you. You crush your goals, (laughs) right? But like, notice how we can do that differently where if I have the identity of like, you know, someone who just gets lucky. I have so many clients who have struggled with that. Like, I'm just someone who's gotten lucky. Well, yeah, then like that first 10K month, you're going to chalk it up to luck. You're not going to feel like, oh my God, I can do this again and again. Like I can crush this, right? No, you're going to feel like, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky, right? So we have to start seeing like, How can I take a circumstance and make it mean something about my identity that I want it to mean? How can I take a circumstance like hitting a goal and go, this means I hit my goals. Like I am someone who hits my goals. How can I take the circumstance of, you know, being a business owner and take it to mean like I am a CEO, like I am someone who is doing this, right? Like that's when things get so powerful. And that's when not only do your actions shift really easily, but your experience of circumstances feels so different and so much better and so much more um, like aligned with what you actually want. Because of course we want to hit that goal and be like, heck yeah, I'm a badass, right? But it, again, it takes the effort behind that instead of just seeing it as a circumstance. So I hope that was really helpful. I feel like I've been talking to so many clients about this lately. Um, I think especially over the last, oh my gosh, however long, <laughs> can't believe we're already in like sep- what September of 2021, but like over the last year and a half, so many challenges and challenging circumstances have popped up. And so really taking a moment to be like, what identities have I created around those? And what needs to shift is going to be so helpful. And again, I feel like I've been talking about this so much lately because it's just really came up a lot with everything that has happened over the last year and a half. So take that time to do that for yourself, whether you can take a big step away uh, like Erica or whether you just need to find those little points of tension in your day, like we were talking about. This is such a valuable exercise. And then doing the work to identify and or to identify and then embody, then have a new identity is going to be so incredibly useful to you as you continue this journey. So really excited for you to see how this identity evolves for Erica. Really can't wait to hear what comes up for you guys. I hope you have a beautiful week. If this was useful to you or if you um, have an aha from it, I would love for you to let me know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to lituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.